Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Romp past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. And this is none other than Loki's Losers. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and we're talking episode five of Loki, uh, st- the Journey of Mystery. Is that, is that what we're, we're looking at? Is that the title? Journey of into Mystery. Yeah. Journey yes. into Mystery. Journey into Mystery, written by uh, Michael Waldron, directed by Kate Heron. Let's fucking talk about it. Loki's Losers. I'm joined. By Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up? We got a dynamite episode today, boys. This is going to be a great top. conversation. I've been dying to have this conversation, so I'm glad we're doing it now. I, I couldn't be more ready. We are also joined by Miles Buttress. What's up, homie? Nothing much, man. Just got to say, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. They somehow do it every single week. They Somehow, they top the previous every, week, every week. And and before we proceed any further, I want to give a shout out to Kyler. He's on vacation right now. We miss him desperately. We uh, some reason some reason didn't set. didn't want to bring you know a microphone and a headset and a laptop with him and taking you know, a couple hours out of his day on vacation to record a podcast. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just kidding. We love you, Kyler and uh, Tillman. Unfortunately, at work could not fill in either. Uh, but we miss them both. And uh, we hope uh, we hope they will uh, join us again soon. Let's talk Loki. Wow! So, overall, what to even what to even say of this episode overall is kind of hard. I wanna, like I want to, I think I wow is fitting. First thing first for me. Uh, so very important for me up to this episode, I binge watched mm-hmm. the first four. I watched them all one, two, three, four into five, and. Uh, I got to say, I think this is how this show was meant to be watched because we had all this time to dwell week to week on the fact that Loki and Sylvie are the same person. And when, when you don't have that time to dwell, when you are watching it hit back to back to back to back to back, it flows much better, makes Mm. much more sense. And I can officially say that I'm more cool with Loki and Sylvie being an actual romantic interest than I was beforehand. Uh, and I, I, I also first just want to address the fact that I love that I would have anticipated Loki being a Pedro Pascal in Game of Thrones type, smooth with the game, but it turns out he's just a blanket summoning summoning dweeb. He it was a, a hey, that was a smooth move, dude. Oh, it got smooth. Sylvie. Did you see Sylvie's reaction? It, I don't know. No, that, don't get me wrong. It's smooth in a different way because it's cute. It's not. It's not the. Uh, undeniably, I, see, I see what you mean now. It's I got not you. The undeniably, I'm so sexy. You're gonna fall for me here. It's the. <laughs> I like you. You like me. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Sylvie. Her face. Whenever he like, do the the acting of like just the cute interactions between them is like 
the, the amount of montages I've seen of Loki and Sylvie already, and just like their cute moments together, like is like it's, it's already like oh you know like they're already so and, cute together. And as soon as I find myself going oh at one of those videos, I have to immediately go oh well maybe I don't have a problem with this at all. Like and and frankly we shouldn't. Uh, you know they have they have made the effort to go Loki and Sylvie. Uh, they're a variant of the same Loki. They're a variant of Loki, but they've also made it perfectly clear. Sylvie's not Loki. She hardly is. There are some characteristics they share, just like with any two people they might yeah, share. And some that characteristics. And that they're, they're, being, they're both super hard headed and, you know, and think stubborn. about it and think about it. They're going through all of this in the span of like a day. Like, as far as you know, or, yeah. or like, I mean, two days, maybe like, like, we don't like, and we got weeks to dwell on this stuff. You know, we had weeks to think like, oh, is it? It's kind of weird, you know. Like they're the same, but then like to them, it's just like we're going through this like hellish kind of thing together. And well, like and you can also tell like there's there's a, there's something holding them back from fully diving in, and obviously mm. there's the the real uh, character aspects of that, the fact that they haven't trusted anybody, that they don't know what this feeling is. And there's also the distinct possibility that what they're treating like romance is just them making a connection with someone for the first time. Maybe maybe they do end up falling back on this as just a friendship. I don't think that's where they're going. I think they're going full steam ahead into the I'm in love with you, let's kiss. Uh, But think about it, dude. We have one more episode. I think it ends. I think I think we're going fairy tale as hell with this shit falls apart with a kiss like the multiverse descends into madness because they make out uh the way the way the way a kiss in a fairy tale saves everything makes everything go back together this is the opposite kiss they kiss and the multiverse branches that's wraps uh at least that's where i'm at in my head given what we've seen so far miles you are muted for the record ah he wants to leave so we are going to pause the recording, and he'll be right back. But, you know, there's also the possibility here. Uh, we, we, Joe, you, you have the theory that Loki goes back, right? Here, spit, spit, the, spit some game for the people real quick. What's your theory? Spit my, some game. My current theory, if I were to put money on it, is that this Loki is going to go back to 2012. Um, and with all the character development that we've seen him have, he's going to, you know, maybe hang out with Thor a little bit more, hang out with Odin a little bit more, you know, become friends and not, you know, just hate everybody. Um, but I think he's going back to 2012. Um, there was a frame shot in the promotional thing of Disney plus released with a mirror in the background. And the only other time we've ever seen that mirror is in Stark tower. Um, and it just looked like our Loki, you could tell it was the Loki that we've been following. Um, and he looked, you know, he didn't look the Loki before this show started. He looked like the Loki that we've, we've seen oh, no. progress. So and, let, me, let me ask here with this, with him going back to 2012, would this mean the TVA is not defeated? The multiverse does not descend into chaos. I think next episode, Next episode, we find out whoever's in this castle made the TVA as, like, this sort of distraction or, like, you know, it's just kind of a 
a front for whatever their goal is in mind. It's a drug front. Um, They're laundering drug money. I think once that's found out, I think the TVA kind of just dissolves. Um, I don't, I don't really think we see the, the taking down of the TVA or like, you know, we don't see this massive, you know, stunt. Maybe, maybe it's a reset charge set in the, set inside the TVA. And they just, let me ask you this though. How, how can we say this is is a success if we don't see Mobius burn this place to the ground? That's That's true. I'm like, that's the fulfillment of Mobius's arc is the takedown of the TVA. Uh, he he takes down the TVA. Like we still Can't... have to have some something with Renslayer left. Oh know? yeah, and I think so... that's the ultimate face-off. It's Loki, Sylvie, whoever's in that castle, and Mobius and Renslayer. Back. I mean, uh, it, and, it uh, make and so uh, much sense if Kang is, is there. E? Oh, is and B fifteen, and B fifteen, B fifteen, and we don't th- listen. I as I've I said, in, I think in the last episode, and we had some agreements on this. This uh, this show isn't a success unless we see. Uh, Owen Wilson riding on a jet ski, Absolutely. living his life. I, and I gotta think, uh, I gotta think we're we're headed in that direction. But also, Joe, in that theory, where mm-hmm. Loki goes back, mm-hmm. we have an important line here in this episode. You don't know what you're gonna do after this. Me either. Maybe we can figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my thing. He's not willingly leaving Sylvie. In your theories, Sylvia is required to die in my head. Not necessarily, because if the TVA is no longer a thing, then it wouldn't really matter if he brought Sylvie. I guess. I guess not. I guess it wouldn't. It's just it, depend. It's just depending on who's behind it all. If I'm, Kang is truly behind it all, you know, do you think he'd really care? Like, do you think he'd really care? This is a Loki and a like. This is just two Lokis. Like, and he's, you know, if this is truly his TVA, he's been dealing with Lokis or he's been having people deal with Lokis. So he doesn't give a shit, you know? I don't think he cares. Joseph, I have a way to fit in your theory in a way that would make, that would fit with the Sylvie thing. Why does he have to go back to, to like, the 2011 or 2012 Avengers? I think he could go back to Infinity War. I think, think, even after Endgame. I think he goes back after Endgame or after Infinity War, whichever well, he chooses. If they go after back after his anywhere, death, if he goes back anywhere, it's after Endgame, simply for the sake of continuity. Uh, yeah, because they Fair. can't rewrite him into Endgame. You know, I uh, would just love to see him fake his death, though. Oh, and I think like, I think we do get this possible. Here's the thing. Okay, how about this? How about this? I like what Brad. How about this? What if he takes classic Loki's idea here? He goes back to when Loki dies in Infinity War. And maybe he doesn't fake the death necessarily. That Loki dies. Him and Sylvie go chill somewhere for a while. They've earned a break. You know, like they don't also have to think like they had this moment of like, holy shit, we're a lot more powerful than we think we are. Yes. So that is going to be used next episode. Whatever it may be, it's not just them enchanting uh, a lion. A lion? A lion. A lion. I know I said that wrong. There's no way that this is their ultimate power, like or the show of their ultimate power. There's no way that was it. No, this, this was just before. a. This was yeah. yeah. This was just a 
glimpse of what they could do. And I'm curious what that means, you know? Like, this dude really brought up a whole Asgard. Like, he recreated all of Asgard. Dude hasn't been there. Are you guys guys cool with not approaching this scene by scene? I think it might be better if we just go. Go? Like, if we just go and then we kind of... Honestly, though, we do need to hit... I I was going to say, I think it might be better. I think it might be best to do scene by scene so that way we actually like touch on every scene and we don't get locked in on one scene and then forget about others. I'm with you. I'm with you. So maybe maybe we hop into that then. What do you say? Yeah. Let's yeah, jump into it. All right. So we we open in the TVA kind of. You know, we 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 go up to the top floor and we see a dis, dis disembodied head of a timekeeper supposed timekeeper up on the ground and then we we head straight to this uh this void and we see loki waking up before all these other lokis got classic loki boastful loki kid loki and croaky croaky uh, alligator well, did they come out and confirm it was an alligator or did they confirm it was a crocodile it was an alligator it was an okay. alligator i was but gonna say they confirmed Adela it was loki doesn't sound good and croaky sounds cool so, I Croaky think you just say alligator cool. Loki. Mm, croaky. <laughs> but, you know, he pops up and he's like, for the love of fucking God, help me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's been days since New York. Could it be months since I was in New York? I have no idea how long anything has taken. And I like <laughs> this perspective of uh, they're kind of like, Ignore that all this character development happened so quick for this Loki. It could have been months. Think on that for a little bit. And that's just that. You know, it's like, it just could have been a, a, an extended period of time that we cannot perceive because of the TVA. You know what I'm saying? Do you saying? think, though? Because, like, we were following them inside the TVA. So, like, our time, uh, the show's time is, like, the same time. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Well, don't get me wrong. Loki's experiencing time at the like at a normal rate. I think. However, I do think it is interesting to think that like, character development. I, it, like it's like it's like I don't know. It's, what if I it's, think it's just supposed to be a fuck it, man? What if it's been like millennia? I doubt that's the case. It could be though. Could be. I think this is mostly like in reference to the because I can't imagine they're sleeping. But they, they, they just say time passes differently in the TVA. Yeah. Time passes differently in the quantum realm. Blah, blah, blah. Scott or Ant-Man was in there for what he thought to be five hours, right? Or five minutes? Was it five hours or five minutes? Or an hour five or something hours. like that? Yeah, five hours and then five years. You know, I mean, well, like... But I think for the TVA, time passes on a completely different thing. Because, like, yeah. since they can appear at any time, anywhere, time's on it like a whole... no time passed. I mean, technically, no time has passed, and all of the time has passed. Yeah, that's the thing. My interpretation of the TVA is that, like, they they infinitely exist. So it's like, yeah, they they. I think they, in essence, they in essence, I think, exist on like a separate like time. Because, like, on no time, practically. Well, but I'm saying, like, on a separate time, because they can't like just go back to before Sylvie was taken, type thing. Like, they can't do that. So they're on like their own separate like time, but it's I but know they can, 
go to any point in like the timeline. I know that there was a shit ton of green in this episode, but do you really think this was our time stone episode? Yes. I feel like I mean, this is the space stone, just solely off the fact that things are teleporting to a certain area. Like, it's teleporting through space, I guess, and time. But, like, I feel if we are getting a time stone episode, if this is truly a stone per episode, you know, which it has seemed like it has been, you would think the time stone would be the last one because we're going to get all of this explanation, I would assume, of the time, Hopefully. you know, everything. Hopefully. But it could it could also make sense that the next episode is the space stone because that is what started Loki's Nexus event in the first place. Blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. I This episode, I didn't get a strong stone out of it. I don't know. No, I didn't either. This was the first episode where I thought that theory kind of falls apart. Yeah. Uh, because, like... But it fits so well with the other episodes. With the though. other ones. It's and the fact uh, that there are only six episodes. and It like, fits really well with some of the other episodes. Dude, the reality fits. The power is so the obvious. Power. Like the power really fits. Oh, obvious. The soul, dude. I don't know. I feel like it fits with the first four. No, I would agree. Like there are some, like it it really fits. But the the reality stone for two. Have you guys seen that? There's been a shot of Sylvie and Loki in each of the episodes we've seen where they're bathed in a light that is is like entirely one of the stones. Like yeah, yellow, red, orange, green, blue, and purple light already. So like even re- even ignoring the per episode thing, they've been bathed in those colors yeah. already. It's true. Yeah, I, but I, I would I just, agree. Like some of the episodes, it fits really well on, but then like Reality Stone, that's a bit of a stretch like, because there's would, a scene with I them bathed like, in red light. But I would like to be done. I would like to be done with the stones, but at the same time, there is so much unanswered about them. Well, and that's the thing is that like it, I don't even need answers necessarily about the stones, but like. There's there's infinite storytelling routes you can take with the same devices, you know. Like, uh, oh, especially now that they're going to be infinite storylines. There you go. At, and do you think that this what the timing of this what if series was always supposed to be based off the end of the TV, like the end of Loki? So it's like this is happening somewhere else, dude. I still am holding on to a little bit that this might break the fourth wall in the sense that this is Marvel's way of telling us that they can go with any fucking story they want now. They're telling us that what we've watched was the sacred timeline, and they're just telling us we can write any story we want now. It's it's basically Marvel's way of opening up the door to anything they want to write. But if they but if they do that, it has to go under the what if thing. Otherwise, you you lose the impact of of the whole canon continuous story thing. Well, unless they start to break off to like where they have like separate like separate canons. Well, not separate canons, but separate like Earth, like how the in the comics they have like Earth, you know, See, and whatever I bullshit. Doing that because they'll almost have to do that at the rate that this universe is expanding, you know. But like, I think. I could imagine them doing it. Someone into these movies at that point is going to be mad difficult if they're not. I think you could, I think you could do that on like separate, isolated, like TV shows. I don't think they can do that for the movies. I feel like the movies will always be Earth, whatever bullshit number Earth is right now. 
if we get er, like all the different numbered Earths, they can only do that for TV because there's no way you're going to be like, oh, do you, do you guys see that the new uh, Marvel movie's coming out? Oh yeah, what's that? Oh, it's about Earth two thirty seven, mm. about uh, about Spider Man on Earth two thirty seven. Oh, yeah. well, what like do I need to watch any other stuff about it? Yeah, there's eight other movies about Earth two thirty seven that you have to see specifically for this storyline. And if you haven't seen it, you, it's completely different from all the other Marvel movies. And you're like, well, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. Yeah, it's just like we're getting to a point where we're either going to get massively convoluted or they're going to have to figure out a way to like really – To reel it in. Universe. Okay, think yeah. about it. They've had so much time to think about this. They've had Absolutely. so much time. And like, I trust it's... that they're going to do the right thing. It's just and a matter of what they do. Actually, even if they do the wrong thing – and they do just decide, fuck it, we're just going to have multiple branching storylines. Just more, more Marvel content for us. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I'll be fine with it because I'll be able to keep up with it. But yeah. I just think from, like, a straight-up money-making perspective, if they want to keep bringing people their movies, they can't get too convoluted. They can't be yeah. like, okay, so this is this is happening on the third the third universe's storyline. Okay, so we got we got to watch these three movies before we can watch this one. You know, like, it's... The and we have to remember also... that this applies to these three movies and not the other 50 movies. Yeah. <laughs> the timing of the releases, like, why would they choose this week for Black Widow? I don't think Black Widow has anything to no. do. You know, it has no. nothing, like, obviously. No, it's Black just COVID pushed it back. Like, so yeah, like... COVID pushed it back. Like, this uh, is obviously. Like, COVID whatever. and... But why release, it in between ID... ep- why release it in between episodes five and six? Why not just wait till Loki's over? You know? Uh, who... Who who's the who's the one that's is it Favreau is he the one from uh Feige Feige is, is it Feige the one from Iron Man Oh that that's Favreau is happy Um fa- yeah Favreau I think it was Favreau was was adma- like just insistent that it did not that it came out in theaters and that it did not come out solely on Disney Plus mm-hmm. And so they just had to keep pushing it back pushing it back pushing it back and then I think they finally found a weekend where uh, where enough theaters would be open and they just said, all right, fuck it, get it out. Because I did see, it, I think it was Favreau, but it might have been Feige was pissed. There's, because yeah, like, I, they didn't thing, tell him. Well, and that's the thing with these Marvel movies. They hadn't put out a movie in so long. They're like, fuck just putting it on Disney+. Plus. We are getting the box office with this mm, shit. That that's, too. That's where we're really going to make the money here. Like, well, we got it. We got it. And they, and they, and this was also like a sort, a certain urgency to it. Like, they were like, we got to get this out as soon as we possibly can. Uh, well, as soon as we possibly can to, to capitalize on the lack of Marvel movies, but also to capitalize on the lack of movies overall. Exactly. Every article Just, should have a dark mode. Okay, I was – Joseph, you look like you were like – you just like witnessed something like terrifying. You were like – and I no, was I like, just, "Damn, I, I wonder just, what Joseph's I looking the screen, at." Like the the brightness flash in Joseph's face, and it just like looked like one of those. <laughs> opened something he wasn't supposed to, and it was just like beautiful. Hmm. But uh, it, shall we continue with this little this little breakdown here? We got a Loki with these other four Lokis, and they're they're explaining to him, you know, that's Elias. You want to stay the fuck away from Elias? <laughs> he, he kills everything that comes here. So uh, don't do that. And uh, this this conversation continues for a second, and he asks like, "What, like, what the fuck? This, why the fuck they're following a kid? You know, why is he the king?" Da, da, da. And he, he turns and goes, "I killed Thor." And I love I love that they're just like, and pretty I much, yeah. Know, 
they're so comfortable sharing their Nexus events, though. For one, they're Lokis. They don't care that, you know, he doesn't care that he killed Thor. You know, maybe he Thor does. implies they've been here a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is weird to think about. Like, because are they aging? Is this where classic Loki, like, got caught? No, or, like, I has think... he aged? Has he been here? Like, I think because this is where the timeline stops. You don't. I don't think, like, time is, time is stopped fixed. at this point. It's fixed. Yeah. Okay. Eliath. What, like, a, do you, temporal, what are you, like, what, do, when monster. you get eaten by him. What are you, what are you confused about? Is, is it not get, obvious to you? Just everything get, about him? When you get eaten by <laughs> him, you're just gone. So, actually, I think this is where, like, so time stops here, but I think, what's his name? What's, what's its name? Eliath. Eliath, I think Eliath is like the the like the end void, event. Void, void. I think he is oh. like what because if you look at like whenever he like eats later on like the ship and all the people on it and like sweeps across it, everything he touches just ages. And so like whenever he eats you, I don't think he's like eating you, but I think he is like you're aging so rapidly that you just like turn to you know you just vanish like you Eliath, turn to dust immediately. I don't think Eliath is real. I think it's. Just like a projection or like an illusion. I don't think he's real. I don't think he's real. You don't think they've, I I trust classic Loki and kid Loki here in terms of the, how would they know? There would be so many people here. If like, what, where do they go? No, no, no. But like, once you like, you're part of the illusion. Once he touches you or eats you, whatever, like it's part of the illusion. That's why people are scared of this thing. What the fuck do you mean? You're part of the illusion. Okay. I don't know, but I just have this odd feeling about it. Okay. Lo- okay, if this is a Loki that's in this castle, do you think Loki put Elias there? Or do you think Loki illusioned a big monster to keep people afraid and out of his fucking castle? But but see, the issue with it being an illusion is like, especially Loki illusions don't fucking do anything. They're just illusions. But an illusion could be anything. I think, I think if it's not an illusion, here's my thing. If it's not an illusion, I think it rapidly dismisses the feat that we see at the end of this episode. Like, mm. I think, I think that like we have to think it's real because otherwise, what Sylvia and Logan are you did saying? If it, are, cool. you mean if it is an illusion? If it is an illusion, yes. Okay, okay. I was like, if it's not an illusion, it dismisses the other what? thing about Eliath. The other thing about Eliath that is that'll just keep directing people towards Kang the Conqueror is that like the introduction of this character is a tempest beast, a temporal aura of sense that guards an entrance to Kang's castle. I mean, you open, you open up Eliath and there's a castle in there. It's, there's not many guesses. A lot of people can have left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, I, and here's the thing. I'm I'm obviously I I'm not gonna go there because I can't have another WandaVision thing. I can't do this Mephisto thing again. But well, I see, they're making this one say. so obvious. See, but this isn't a Mephisto thing. This is a power broker one to me. Like this is one where they're they are like they are spoon feeding us the hints with with WandaVision and Mephisto. They were like dropping like very subtle hints and like trying to confuse them. this feels like they're spoon feeding us the hints and it makes me want to hate it more people that's why i want to address people because i saw a tweet today that said like 
I'm sorry if you think Kang the Conqueror is showing up at the end of this show. I'm sorry that you're so boring and you can't think. Bro, that's not at all it. All right, all right, Tillman. We're having the most fun with it. Like, obviously, thematically, it would make the most sense for a Loki to be here. We all acknowledge that. That's cool. That makes the most thematic sense. However, how fun can we get here? And Kang the Conqueror is another relatively feeling obvious option that is a ton of fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and my response to that is, okay, Tillman, Mr. You just, you're just accepting what Disney's giving you. It's, Sharon's not the power broker. Or, yeah, yeah, Sharon. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no. And, and, well, and also, like, I could get, and if, actually, thinking of this, if it is a Loki inside of this, I feel like the backstory is not Loki creating an illusion to hide him. I feel like it almost has to be there was a previous Loki that managed to – that, like, got sent here, managed to get inside of Eliath and killed Kang or defeated Kang somehow and banished him. This would not be a a Loki spawned a castle and then also spawned a a temporal – you know, a Tempest time beast to protect it. Wouldn't it also be awesome if the character we've started with as the main villain of the Avengers, Loki? In 2012, if we get to 20, I don't know, when's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania coming out? Because it's been confirmed. 2023? Yeah, 2023 or 2020. It's either late 22 or early 23, I think. It's been confirmed that Kang is the villain in that. Yeah. Like, for sure. Wait, really? Yeah. 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 So here's the thing. He's probably not popping up here. That, however, there's no reason we can't get a tease of him. You the Kang Enterprises, I think, like that Easter egg, the of Pretty the Kang. I mean, like, come on, Kang come Enterprises. On. Did I miss? It? So on the back yeah, of the tower, it's Stark Tower, but instead of Stark, it says Kang, Kang. spelled Q E N G, and this is an mm-hmm. alter ego of Kang, Tony Soul. Gotcha. Uh, his gotcha. Okay, yeah, Tony Soul, and it's it's also the first kind of Fantastic Four reference in canon Marvel. Which is kind of insane, because apparently this dude was involved with uh, the, the Fantastic Four, um, I believe. I and here's another thing: I, I, I love the idea Miles Miles threw out here. Uh, the Kang having been there, but Loki having got there and getting through and taking Kang down and taking his place. That's a yeah. fun idea. And here. With that, you can go any number of directions. Well, uh, and, and that be, would there can be any number of variants who have gotten through there and taken like the reason this could look like Doctor Doom's t- castle. It literally was maybe once upon a time. You know what I'm saying? But like some variant of Doctor Doom is now gone because whoever is now taking it over. Yeah. Well, and and yeah. I think that one fit, or at least like the, it being Kang and a Loki kicks him out or whatever. Which like if it was a Loki like defeated and killed him, it wouldn't really fit in with the you know Kang being the villain of Ant-Man. of uh, of Ant Man and Wasp. But uh, a Kang getting defeated, getting like brought low by by a Loki of all people, he'd be fucking heated. And, and can maybe you imagine after this is what I was going to say earlier. Can you imagine if like this Kang arc, this main villain we're supposed to get over the course of these next this phase? Can you imagine if his main goal is to get at our first villain? Like his main goal is to take down Loki. 
Like, oh, after. And that's what I was actually going to say is I was going to say, what if it is a Loki that, that like that kicked him out? He's fucking pissed. And he has been like in his own way because he's still he's still a fucking, you know, timekeeper. Even if he's been defeated, he's still a timekeeper, has been manipulating events to get Loki and Sylvie here to defeat a Loki to bring down the entire fucking TVA to so that way he can then start going going out and conquering timelines again. And see, I, I, I'm always going to be down for any and all of this speculation because it, it fucking rocks. The, the, the concern with any villain here that isn't Loki in this castle is the amount of time we get. You know, like we have one episode left. There is no, there is no explain, there's not a ton of explaining we can do in this last hour. They made this castle okay. the most Doctor Doom castle, but also the most Loki castle, and also the most Kang castle that you could see. Like they made, like it could no. be Doctor Doom. This could be Doctor Doom's castle, yeah. which is kind of insane to think about. You know, I don't think a lot of people are throwing him in there, like in the discussion, just because it's kind of unlikely. Um, but like I, for, me, for me, it's borderline impossible. Yeah, but this the the resistance. I can't imagine we get a. I can't imagine we get a Doctor Doom before any mention in any form of a Fantastic Four. Well, and here here's the all here's the other thing though is that like if they were taking this big dick swing with Doctor Doom being in this castle, <laughs> can you imagine the way your jaw would just hit the floor if we walked oh, in yeah. there and he, and he said some shit and then he turned around, he's got the metal face and the green hood over. Can you like I'd lose my fucking shit. Don't get me wrong, I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. However, it would be up to this point the biggest jaw drop moment for me in all of Marvel. Besides yeah. the seven um, wielding Mjolnir. Like it would be like Oh my fucking god, what? I did want to say real quick, you said like, you know, we only have one episode left. We also in WandaVision only had one episode left, and we got uh Agatha Baxter it was it was the Agatha like whole like her being like a, she's a fucking like top tier witch. That was all in one episode, right? Or did we get a backstory episode? Yeah, I think it was episode nine because episode eight, it was like a reveal. She went outside yeah. and her kids were there. Yeah. So episode nine was Agatha's a witch. A lot happened. Uh, White Vision, Agatha and, and oh, Wanda fighting. A ship of Theseus. Like, we've had a finale before. Where it was like approaching, and we're like, "What the fuck is going on? Who is this character?" Like we knew who the character was because we are fucking mega nerds. Question: um, Did we end in the, a cliffhanger or no? I mean, half and half. Same thing as all of them, where we're going to be ending in like a in, in a decent amount of knowledge, but there's still going to be questions. I think I do. However, think we might get left on a. A bigger than usual cliffhanger. I think it's going to be in between energy. This show is coming with. It's like I think. What if Toby or Andrew shows up? I I or a post credit scene. Like I think I think it's going to be a mid tier. Like I think it's going to be bigger. Like a more of a cliffhanger than a Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but less of a cliffhanger than WandaVision. Because WandaVision yeah, because was a pretty big Scarlet, like. You get the Scarlet Witch astral projecting while walking around the house versus yeah. Sharon versus I Sharon Carter and John still Walker. Still don't think she's astral projecting. We can go into that. That dude, oh it's two gosh. different Wandas. If you, 
Why would she ask to project in the middle of fucking nowhere? Why? Why? She's in the middle of nowhere for a reason. It's two Wandas. It's the Wanda that flew into her whenever she touched the Mind Stone. It's two separate personalities. It's her Scarlet Witch self, and it's the Wanda that was before then. Why she's not astro projecting. She no. She's not astro projecting. Why is she not completely there? Hmm? Why, why is she not like, wholly there? Why can't I like kind of see through her? Why is she a little translucent? Mm. Well, it's because part of her is gone. It's the other <laughs> half of her. <laughs> This is Joseph. by definition astral projecting. Joseph, Joseph. <laughs> it's both, it's two, it's, there's Joseph. two. It's why we get the Sokovian accent. It's why sometimes we don't. I'm just saying, Joseph. things lead to there being two Wanda's up there in that brain. And that Mind Stone did something to her, boys. Obviously. It, I, I could, mean, I could, listen. Obviously did something. I her. could get behind there being two Wanda's and one of them is in, like, in her body, like, controlling it. And the other one is astral projecting. But I'm not going to get behind Something here. There are two physical Wandas. I refuse to believe. Wanda has made, she's gotten a lot of information. From the time we last saw her until her reading this book, she knows a lot more than she did. Okay, so and her she's first come thing, to terms. She has come to terms. first thing that she's going to do is I'm going to create a body from us. I'm going to create a second body for myself. Fuck making a new body for, for vision. That's that's clearly in my head still. Fuck making a, vo- a body for my kids. No. Fuck all that. I'm creating a body for myself. It's not. It's not <laughs> that. It is not that. It is. She learns all this knowledge. She has the lore and the the prophecy of the Scarlet Witch. You know. I, okay. I I want to say. I want to say. We I should love stop. This we should stop. I love this theory. We should stop. I also want to say like. You're speculating a whole bunch of shit happened between the, the last minute of the show and the post credits scene. No, no, no. A lot of knowledge that she has gained from that book. That book has every answer she has ever looked for in that book. Well, I don't It clearly doesn't have every answer she's ever looked has for. A lot otherwise, of she, like otherwise she would already have her kids back. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. But nevertheless... They uh they make their way back to San the little Santa's workshop place, and uh, they it's it's a real it's a real place here. Are you gonna uh, are you gonna skip over? No, Whoa. I'm here. Okay, I'm okay. okay. You Thank just you, you mentioned the Santa's workshop, and we didn't we didn't walk just, through the, the pan say, down. Right okay, on our way down. Okay, to Santa's workshop, we get we get a good old view of someone we spent uh, a plenty of time discussing last week. Insane. Uh, we got my fucking throg in this hoe. Insane. Deserve oh, take my bow. It all. And you know what's in- also insane is that on the jar it's T three six five, and I clicked on that exact comic book while we were discussing like four issue three hundred and sixty five. Yeah, that I mentioned that comic. In yeah. the pod, I said this was the introduction of Throg, and it's right on the fucking jar. It's insane that Miles brought up Throg after it's seeing insane. Alligator Loki, and we literally got Throg. It's insane how fucking smart we are. Why do we not have millions of listeners? Why are we not the official podcast for all Marvel and all of Star Wars? It I don't seems think, well, as I don't, if we know I don't, more than we put on. I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, I don't care how many listeners we ever get 
we're gonna have to clean up our act if we ever want to be a Mar a Disney sponsored podcast. That's a really good fucking point. <laughs> uh, I hadn't considered, but yes, of course, we got Throck, and it was glorious. Uh, his little his little outfit was gorgeous. Uh, the little noise he made too, the little like scream of like help. Did you hear yeah. it? Yeah. Ah, uh, I remember. Uh, I was. I think. Dog. I think I was looking away from the screen at this moment because I did not see Throg on my first watch through, but I remember hearing something I'm like, what was that noise? I'm like, what was it? And I go and back. It's, it's a quick man and he's yeah. bouncing around in there. Like, like the only reason I ever found out that it was actually Throg, I knew it was a frog, but I didn't like, mm. I couldn't see his fucking outfit. Like, no, so, I, like I could, I noticed it immediately. Like, so I saw on Twitter that it was Throg. Frog. I, I just watched a, after I finished the episode, I watched it immediately again. I just, it's the first time I've ever done that, which is weird. But this is the first episode. After I was done, I'm like, I just gotta watch that again. Like, I, I probably missed so much shit. And then I missed, like, I missed Throg. And I'm like, you how got, did I miss did Throg? You guys both missed that on first I watch? Missed I missed it on first well, watch. Yeah, I, missed, I did. I missed Throg. One of the few, like, in looking back on, like, some of the spoil or some of the Easter eggs, one of the few that I noticed immediately on first watch. Oh, and there were, that, there were a few that I caught. Like, I think there were four that, like, immediately I caught. That uh, and the, uh, the fact that he's fucking jumping at, like, jumping to try and get to Mjolnir. Fucking hilarious. Uh, That's why Mjolnir's that. there. But why is it so big? Well, because it's I, it's just another version of Mjolnir. But he's I I would assume I I would assume he's both trying to escape, but also jumping towards Mjolnir because it's like two feet away from him. So can he not summon it, and then that would break the jar, and then let him? Uh, probably not, because I would assume it's one of the maybe it, it has see. to be like it isn't the Frognir. Yeah, it wasn't Frognir. It was it was Mjolnir. Actually, it's not even. Figure this out while I was because I was telling my dad about all like frog, uh, Throg and all this stuff. It's not Frognir. It's worse. It's Mjolnir, but replace the M with Frog. It's Frogulnir. Frogulnir. If you look it up, it's it's Frogulnir because I read it and at first I read it as Frognir and I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense. And then I was like, wait a minute. There were a few too many letters there. So I like I went back and I looked at it again and I was like, the fuck is this? Frogulnir. They had Frog-ul-near. the perfect opportunity to just have it be Frognir. Why? Regardless. Regardless. I, I don't know. It's it's after, so after close to read. Look, after our brief look at Throg, uh, we cut back to the TVA where Sylvie is trying to get answers from Renslayer, who I'm back to questioning. I'm back to questioning. She seems she knows more than she's letting on, but she also doesn't seem like she knows everything. Yeah, it's it's so difficult to get a read. I can't tell if she knows everything and she's just bullshitting, or if she just doesn't fucking know anything. Dude, but the line that Sylvie says, like, you just want to know who's behind all this, too. Like, there's like, those lines, and she's like, yeah, and that, that line, I'm like, she doesn't know what's going on. But so then the fact we, that she's double crossing her the whole time, mm. I'm like, she do know what's going on. Yeah, like the entire thing is she's stalling for time. Oh, so gosh. Like, but, is she telling the truth? But also, she as soon as she walks out, like after, um, you know, every after you know she stalls for time and all that stuff, the first thing she does d- says to Miss Minutes is, "Get me all the information you can on the beginning of the TVA." 
And she's like, oh, that's a whole lot of information. He said, give it all. That's a good point. Here, I, I, so are we to assume that the reason she's still writing so hard for the TVA is that she just refuses to accept that she's been believing in something that's fake? Because it seems like more than that, does it not? It, and it points to Kang again, you know, with Renslayer and Kang having this relationship. Maybe it's one way now. Maybe Kang doesn't give two shits about Renslayer now, but Renslayer's still holding on, you know? Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she's been in love with the android Kang this entire time. Maybe she's a jealous ex and wants to take Kang down or something. I don't know. And she climbed the ranks of the TBA to try to do that. I don't know. Well, here's another thing, too. Getting a look at the timekeepers in their uh, robotic form... Uh, officially out on the idea that any of them were ever Kang. Mm. Uh, Kang doesn't look anything like any. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, well, no, he. But no, he. He, he looks like the like statue, right? The statue, yes. The statues, he looked like them. The robots, not at all. But we didn't see the robots until the like, we didn't see what they really looked like until the. The statues were also monochrome colors, so like you couldn't really tell if it was really. Yeah. Does it really look like Kang? Like. I, I I'm out on Kang was ever a timekeeper. Uh, I think Kang's connection to this story is strictly peripheral. Uh, see, but like the 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 timekeepers though, they they didn't look like the statues of the timekeepers. Did they? That's true, but how? I don't like, think they did. Are we to assume that there's another set of timekeepers? Like that's that's what I'm saying is I'm thinking that they were replaced at some point. What if, oh, what if there are three timekeepers at the head of the TVA and it's Kang the Conqueror, Loki, and Doctor Doom and it was all, it's all, (laughs) it's every one of them. (laughs) Colton, I'm not going to lie, if that ended up happening, oh man. It'd be epic. I'd give you so much. I'd give you so many props. I there would be like you would officially have the biggest big brain moment of all of you know. There's also the possibility of all of this podcast. None of these people that we're thinking. Oh, more than likely, it's none of these people. (laughs) If we're going strictly comics, like this could be now and later. I don't know if you guys know about them. Like two celestial kind of beings that just love to have have stories be told or tell to you know Mm -hmm. told to them and stuff, and. There is some, you know, some stuff backing this theory because inside of the castle of now and later's castle is books on books on books. And in the promotional shot that I keep referring back to was a shot of Sylvie and behind her a massive bookshelf. Did you see, did you happen to see or slow down or find the slow down version on Twitter or YouTube of Sylvie's brief interaction with Eliath. The flash she sees. Mm-mm. She saw, uh, dude, they saw something. She saw the castle. Yeah. She saw the opening to the castle. Really? Yes. What? You guys had to, uh, man, man, I'm just, I 100% saw that, the first, like, whenever it, yeah, I didn't even watch it slow down, and I saw that. 
Oh, I, I, I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't really that. know what it was. I just saw a castle, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, I saw the castle. I did. I thought it flashed to something else. I didn't realize it zoomed in all the way to the castle's door. Oh, I okay, That's yeah. I saw the castle, and I just kind of assumed. I was like, "Was that an enchanting thing?" And then at the end, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that makes a lot." So more you're sense. saying when they first link, like when they link, there's like that a flash. That she where sees? she reaches out, she sees a flash, and then she like. <laughs> Yeah, whenever it's about to eat her, whenever she first drops in. If you're looking, if you're on Disney Plus and you're looking for a timestamp, it's about 18 minutes. What? 18? Oh, yeah. that is what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about the end of the episode. Whenever no, they full, I like- said at the, I said whenever she just like gets dropped in after you know. I uh, gotcha, and then they have that first interaction. Yeah. Um, looking at pictures of the timekeepers and of the big, you know, timekeeper statues, they look similar enough. Um, looking at the picture of the timekeeper, you know, robots, um, the, the fucking fish dude looks similar. The other two don't look similar at all. Or, well, actually, really, it's the fish dude and the other one look kind of like, oh, okay, close enough, I guess. It's Kang that does not look anything like the statue of Kang. Gotcha. That rock that the castle's sitting on, too, is like... Okay. The the space... what if, if, Even if it is space, because this is like beyond the void, whatever this area is, like the sky... Whatever you want to call it, the colors and the streaks... Like, really reminds me of, you know, kind of the portal that's above the Soul Stone castle. Yeah. Oh. Or not castle, the mountain, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it, it like, yeah. it's different enough to where it's not the same. See, I was, I'm going, er, go ahead, continue, sorry. Like, the only other thing, and I asked Colton this question of, like, what it reminded him of, and he was like, Dormammu. And it's close. I just don't know. This is. I think it's brand new. I think this is a place we haven't seen. It's unrelated. If there was anything it reminded me of, it was like the dark dimension. Sort. Yeah, I'm thinking not the dark dimension. I'm thinking whenever uh, the ancient one. Yeah, yeah. Flicks him. I was more specifically talking about whenever he's like flying through all the different like dimensions that exist and all that shit. That's what it looks like. Is it looks like this is just in a separate dimension. I got you. That makes sense. I think he's. I think he sees that Mm. in in Doctor Strange. Like I think we in that part where he gets sent through all these multiverses and she like pulls him back in and she's like, I think he's all right. And then she sends him back out again. I think he sees wherever we're about to be. At the top of the castle, there's this orange glowing thing that looks like a prune stick to me. I don't. I don't know what it looks like. I don't the the prune like the pruner thing. Oh, prune stick! Prune. I thought you said I thought you said broomstick, and I was like, it looks like a broomstick. Yeah, no, prune stick. Like there's a tower that glows orange. It, you're right. It does. It does look very much like. Uh, it looks like it has like the little, uh, like little prongs on it that makes it look kind of a little bit like a taser. But instead mm-hmm. of a taser, it's you know yellow magic pruning energy. 
Oh yeah, it does. It does look an awful lot like that. I don't, and and you know the symbolism of the prune stick. I don't know what to call it. I'm just going to call it a prune stick. Like it's a pencil, and that's the eraser. Like if there's a yeah. pointed edge. Like this is the eraser. That that's why yeah. I had the like. Maybe this is a true fourth wall break, and this is like literally Marvel's pencil and eraser, and they're writing in time and you know getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it could just be it's like this, just the symbolism of a pencil itself, you know, that's able to erase stuff. Could just, just be. I think it is just some symbolism. You're just horny for this fourth wall break to happen. I mean, I just... let's dive, let's dive back into the scene by scene for a sec, though. Let's uh, let's go with uh. I just had to get know, that in there. <laughs> Ravone is explaining that when you get pruned, you get sent to a void where time ceases to exist. And Sylvie's like, good enough for me. See ya. <laughs> uh, Deuces, bitch. And right before she prunes herself, like, like I can put you, I can, I can loop you in a happy memory. Do hmm. you have any of those? Yeah, I got one. And I was like, mm, I love it. Mm. I love it. I'm in now. You, you know, think- like, it's like, you think that's... I just needed a little more expansion on it. It was just too fast for me. You think that's, that's Loki's what... only happy memory as well? Oh, are you Has kidding Loki me? Has Loki ever truly been happy ever, other than with Sylvie? I get the impression that this Loki may have found more of a kinship with Thor at different points throughout his life. Nothing that they end up with, like I was... Ragnarok. I was going to say... Certainly not the connection he's felt on the level of Sylvie. Right, you know right now... Like, this Loki? No. Our Loki? Like, the Loki of the Sacred Timeline? Yes. I think by the end, he's, like, he's formed a much closer kinship with his brother. This is Loki's third resurrection. Yeah. Like, he's coming back. He's not dying. Like, whenever, like, Thanos was like, no resurrections this time, we were all like, yep, that's Loki's dead. Loki's dead forever. Nope. Not at all. Dude, um, what if he really faked his death there? Like He didn't. He didn't. Dude, but he could have. No, 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 no. We know he didn't. Fool the Mad Titan, and if it fools Thanos, it's basically his way of saying it's going to fool the audience too. No, but we know he didn't because the one where he does do it becomes classic Loki. Well, yeah, but there's so many different. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, dude. Commit to this then. Our Loki did fake his death. Okay. We got him. We finished it. That's that, this episode. Imagine that that's the case. That the Loki we saw in Infinity War get killed, supposedly, faked his death. He got sent into the deep void of space, and he became our classic Loki here. Then he became a variant. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't fair. know at the end of time. You know, like the void, it would be like, you know, we're variants of different Lokis. Who fucking knows? Yeah, that's true. Um, like I, I wouldn't be upset if like the Loki that we followed in the events of Endgame is this Loki that we're like. You know, this is like 2012. You know, and then he's gonna do all that. St- I don't know. Like, dude, it, it, the time well, travel it, and everything just kind of conv like it just kind of messes up everything. No, like, actually, no. I, I can tell you actually thinking about it, a reason why. Our Loki couldn't have faked his own death. Our Loki uses knives. That was the whole thing with classic Loki was he didn't use weapons. They were uncivilized. 
He only used magic. That's why he could create such a good, you know, fake death that it fooled even the Mad Titan. Also true. Um, okay, whereas so... if if Lo- if our Loki had done it, the Mad he, Thanos would have been like, "All right, fuck you. You're not dead. I can tell." So classic Loki is. Is Better it the magic. Loki that we know that just faked his death, or is it a completely no. yeah. all, separate? Like all of the all of the Lokis that we see are similar, but like they have a similar like timeline. But they're all slightly like there's like there's the female Loki, there's a crocodile Loki, there's a Loki that um you know is boastful, um there's a Loki that doesn't use knives, and so no. he, he fights in other ways. So they're all they all have a similar like story. But they all have little differences about them that make them all unique. So there's already a multiverse then. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. is no there's, separate timeline. No, there's a the, all the multiverses are on the same timeline. They they do they they occur with the same events. Yeah, and that's what's supposed to happen. I think. I don't know why. Like every one of my theories that I try to go into, and then I get into this time travel talk and then the timeline talk, and then I just lose it, you know? And that's why and that's why they can pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah. Because that's true. There's probably um, going to be a hole, but they're... They just feel like... right through it. It's fucking... Time travel! <laughs> yeah, it's time travel, man. That's it. Like... Um, Colton, from talking about, like, your... Like, you going back and re-watching and, like, being much more okay with Sylvie, realize me and, me and Joseph are just better at watching TV shows than you and Kyler. I suppose that maybe you are. Suppose that maybe we just we can just are. we can watch and see stuff like we were watching it week to week, even the or day you know all at once, even though it's week to week. All I know is that you're fucking idiots for wanting Toto to live. Uh, but I just I couldn't resist the opportunity. I, I was just I was thinking about it, and you said like you know watching it all at once. It made me much more okay with it. I thought I was like. And yet, me and Joseph were just one step ahead of the curve. Miles, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want you to front here and act like the only reason you weren't on board with Loki and Sylvie from the beginning was one word, which was doppelbanging, and that's the only reason you've been okay with it from the beginning. Okay, no, there are. Hey, hey, there are two reasons: doppelbanging, and I have an inherent joy in loving things that people hate. That's also so as soon as as soon as you and I mean it was listen it was guaranteed as soon as as soon as doppelbanging was thrown into the mix but you and Kyler saying that you didn't like it throw that on top it's just it's just a cherry on top for me even more joy it's a throwback to the Toto conversation couple of all time yeah but uh we're gonna we're gonna get back to the Loki hanging out with other Lokis and uh he learns a bit more about their Nexus events you know and Alligator Loki ate the wrong neighbor's wow. cat. We really, we really got and, off uh, the rails. Yeah, we did quite a bit. <laughs> that line uh, could be so much more. The wrong neighbor's cat. Like, is it is it truly just a throwaway line, like just to give him yeah. a Nexus event? Yeah. I I think it's hard to give a, a crocodile Loki that can't really talk a Nexus event. Which well, is why they're just like, who fucking knows, man? Could be going. What what if he ate fucking mute uh, that 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 cat from Captain Marvel? Then maybe that's the only important cat we know, though. Well, but the cat doesn't need to be important. 
for for Joe for Joe's oh, application you... of this theory, it does. Gotcha. I don't know. Just the you're saying for it to for it, it to be an important line. So you're saying this alligator cat, yeah. in the sacred timeline is written to eat a neighbor's cat, and he just went to the wrong house and ate a different cat. I'm thinking it's just boastful Loki being like, "Fuck you, alligator! You ate the wrong neighbor's cat." Like, yeah, I alligator. think it's less of like, yeah, you fucked up and you fucked up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this guy That's over here is saying he got all the stones. Yeah. I mean, it, let's Loki let's not act like. Cat. Killed Iron Man, collect all six Infinity Stones, and Alligator said, Cap. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Um, yeah, Joseph, let's not also not act like Sylvie's, you know, our, our best theory That's for true. her, her, uh, uh, Nexus event wasn't her saying, I saved Asgard. And wanting to be a hero. But that's like Not just eating That a would cat. make more sense. No, but I'm saying like very insignificant in the grand scheme of things. But very significant in the grand scheme of things. If, it, if every, they let that, it go that, on. That goes against every fiber of a Loki's being. Butterfly effect. What if that cat went on to, you know, fucking trip Odin one day and Odin it was dead now? Yeah. Wow. What, what if, Does that yeah, mean what if there's that, a what gator if, Odin? Who fucking knows, man? What if? What if? Thinking about it, actually, we. I think it was in our in our group chat or something that someone said like, "Is there a is like Throg, the like, alligator Loki's? What if? What if? Think about this, okay? Just think about it for a second. Throg. So like, there's a there's a Thor, a frog Thor, a frog Odin. All the Asgardians are frogs. That's, the fucking. That's just wait. The frost giants are alligators. The, the frost giants are alligators and Loki adopted becomes a becomes a or becomes a frog in his like magic form but then is like fuck those guys becomes a fucking alligator and that's those are the frost giants and 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 the nine realms <laughs> are just like one swamp exactly wow we need a what if on if everyone was just a frog yeah, I, there are two what ifs that I care about, and that is what, or just give me some more explanation on the MCU canon of Throg and fucking Alligator Loki. I want to know what their worlds look like. I also, I know this is going to be a really hard pivot, uh, because, but in the same realm, since we're talking about what if, I know y'all saw the trailer. Whoa. How about, this is a little sad, Chadwick Boseman voicing T'Challa before before he died. Like, we're going to get one more one more Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa as Star-Lord, which is fun. It's that's just a fun fun one. Crazy. Like that's just a fun show. Like that's a show oh, what a that great is fucking idea. Oh my god, it's just meant for fun. Like there's nothing like they're they're telling you this isn't canon. This is literally just what if. It's literally what if. You, well, like the what if comic series historically has gotten wild as fuck. There's stuff where it's just like, what if this generic celebrity became human torch? You know, like what, what if ghost rider ran an ice cream shop? Like it's like, what's the one that we, that like, I think like Kyler or Kyler, are you sent in a picture of that was some like, uh, it was like some like a, like musician or something like that. What was it here? Let me go check. Man, you think they just quick. they just sat in a room, got a little uh, intoxicated when we're like, <laughs> what if 
Well, oh, wait, here it is. It's the, oh, it's what if Rick James had become the Hulk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like the what if comic books are so much fun and they can do every bit of that and more with what if. However, what I do find super fun and super encouraging about this Marvel what if series is they're also only using characters that have been introduced in the MCU. Like it's like these are like what if storylines based around our Marvel movies. What if something was slightly different here? What if something changed in this spot? It's not just like we're going to we're going to bring in the Fantastic 4 for the what if series. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's it's what, what if what if, what if Spider-Man was Doctor Strange? Uh <laughs> what if mutants were a thing? Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. What what if the X-Men existed? <laughs> Like, <laughs> what if yeah? If Killmonger just comes up to Tony Stark randomly out of nowhere, and ready saves for him? that explanation. Ready for that explanation. Yeah, they're like, "Do I know you?" Like, yeah, like the the "Do I know you?" You know, like, "Do we know each other?" <laughs> Was well, and there's uh, here's my theory for that early on. So we're already talking about it. Uh, my idea is that you know Killmonger's whole idea was to arm the oppressed and take over the world, essentially would make a lot of sense for him to try and sway Tony Stark to his side. Tony Stark remains a weapons developer, creates weapons for Killmonger. Killmonger has to ultimately so fight. Tony doesn't, Tony doesn't Tony become Iron Man. Tony doesn't become Iron Man. Tony Stark. Killmonger could become Iron Man. Whoa. Dope. That's what's happening in that episode. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, <laughs> That's dope. Just, just a heads up. Killmonger becomes Iron Man. Killmonger becomes the ba- becomes Black Panther. And Iron However, Man. However, during during this whole scene where we're learning all the Nexus events, we see classic Loki explaining, you know, he's he summoned a you know, Loki's fascinated. He's like, I just want to know because I know we're supposed to have like similar stories. What the fuck happened? How are you old? How did you not die when Thanos killed us? And he's like, I created a projection so real that I I, I, I just floated away, and as soon as I tried to get off that planet, the TVA showed up. Sad as fuck, frankly. As soon as he thought I'm going to go see my brother again. They were like, eh, wrong. Yeah, I also really love that he was like, yeah, you know what? I decided to just live out the rest of my days on a planet, but I got fucking bored, man. I got caught because I got bored of being on the same fucking, like, on my own planet forever. So I get the explanation that faking your own death, because that's during an event that's crazy. You know, that's right after Ragnarok, you know, a lot of variance energy. So obviously him faking his death, slipping away could be very viable, him slipping away and the TVA not detecting it. But why do they not detect him while he was just on this planet? Like, this Probably planet because, just has a I Loki? Because he was pretty much just hiding. Like, I think yeah. he was just living so low that it was like, he didn't do anything to affect anybody. Yeah, like, it, it's just one of those things where because no one was on that, like, it, it had to have been an uh, isolated planet. So because- like, I, I took this as, there's so by the way, so many seemingly homages to Star Wars uh, or connections you can make to Star Wars throughout the series. And this was the Yoda Dagobah thing. For yeah. Me. Uh, yeah. He was like, it's I like, had to go. and I, I take it as like, because no one was on that planet, no one was going there. No one was maybe ever going to be there besides him, that it didn't matter if he changed anything mm. because by the, t- maybe by the time anyone would have gotten there, it would have been the same as had he never been there. That's true. I also love the scene immediately after, or not immediately after, but during the scene. Loki goes, have you ever met a woman very variant of ourselves? And Richard E. Grant's like, that would be horrifying. 
and, uh, and, and Loki's like, she is. And that's part of what's great about her. You know, he's like, wow. You know, but, uh, really gets me like, going. She's, she's the one who can save us. You know, like the, if there's anyone who has an answer, she doesn't want to take over the TVA. She just wants to take it the fuck down. And here's the thing. They've been, they've been alluding to this take over the TVA thing so much with Loki. A Loki is already taken over the TVA. You know, like, that's got to be the end of the story, is that, like, there is a Loki here ruling. Yeah. They're, they're spoon-feeding us two different villains. One of them has to be true. And the reason this Loki made sure no other Loki would ever succeed is so no Loki could fuck with yeah, his no Yeah, no Loki can ever challenge him if all Lokis die by Thanos. Except for him. There you go. Which is a great fucking theory. Now, the only problem here is how we got there. How'd that happen? What? How you know, could like, a it's Loki... Like, how could a Loki that's born in whatever year, obviously not the creation of time. Oh, don't get me wrong. I don't think he created the TV. Yeah. However, that's, he's residing over it. Yeah, that, that goes back to my earlier theory of I think that there that there were timekeepers at some point. And Loki just fucking killed him. What they've what they've shown us is that all these Lokis think the same way, at least initially. Loki, as soon as he was introduced to the TVA, was formulating a plan of how to take it over. All these Lokis here that we're about to be introduced to, their entire thing was was turning on each other. And I thought that scene was fucking hilarious. The way they were like, not so fast. Yeah, you it's thought like, so. you, you thought, thought right. it's you, like, thought you could have my army. Like, You're no, fucking your kidding army. Me. Like, he's, Loki's standing over there like, this is fucking pathetic. Like, I yeah. can't believe I was ever like any of these guys. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so, so fucking great. So I think we're about to encounter potentially the Lokiest Loki. You know what I'm saying? Just mm, uh, Like, you mean the Rickest Rick? Like the Rickest Rick. Yeah. Well, it's, and... Actually, you know what I think that himself so much that he had to be the only one left. Um, you know what I actually just kind of thought of is like I think part of the reason our Loki is to the point where he's like, I can't fucking believe I was ever one of these assholes, is because of the fact that like Sylvie was running around and he got shown his entire like correct timeline, and he sees what his purpose is, whereas all these other Lokis that probably got to the TVA did one thing and then got fucking zapped immediately. They didn't get to see all that. They didn't get to experience all that. So their glorious purpose never got removed. And so they're still yeah, exactly. the like, I will, I will rule the Lokis on this, on this, you know, fucking end of time planet. And that's, that's the thing that reframed. That's part of the thing that reframed Loki's whole storyline for me is that like his glorious purpose is washed away mm -hmm. and then he meets Sylvie. He's got himself a new glorious purpose, you know, like. It's like, it's a whole new thing he's following now. If Sylvie had this vision, whatever, whenever she first kind of connected with Eliath, how, so she can only look at memories that are there. So this is saying that Eliath has been inside of this castle? No, but he, because he doesn't go inside of the castle, but he, I mean, Elias can probably see the castle, castle. being that it's inside of him just leave or that they at least the gateway to it is inside of him leads me to think that whoever's in this like whoever's in this castle created Eliath. i don't think Eliath has just been here i don't know and that goes back to the 
it's that still fits in the idea that 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 a Loki didn't didn't create a Lyoth, but someone else created a Lyoth, created this castle, and then a Loki just came in, okay. kicked whoever that asshole was out of his house, and said, "This is my house now." What is the yellow or orange glowing thing in the castle? A light. You think it's just a light? There's something there. No, I mean, it's not just there. a light, but who fucking knows? Yeah, like, it's like, I, I couldn't fucking tell you what the orange light is at the top of the castle, man. I don't know. I, I fucking hope like, it's a light. Do you know how funny idea, that'd be? Our best idea right now is that it's that it's that energy at the top of the pruning sticks, and it's like, maybe that does something. I don't know. Like, that's like the best the best idea I've got, though. I couldn't I couldn't tell you shit about Something's that. Something's going down in that castle, bro, and we have to wait a fucking week, dude. Hey, hey we don't have to wait a week. Hey, we good wait, news. Like, two days less than a week now. <laughs> what if... I, I mean, I don't know if y'all might be down for a, a little get-together showing on the projector of Black Widow, potentially this weekend, premiere access uh, on Disney+. Plus. I think that'd be a fun little... A fun little way to bridge our time a little bit, you know, mm. until the next Loki. A little, little, little tie us over until then. You know what I'm saying? I definitely uh, don't want to stop my stream, but sure, of watching Marvel movies with other people because I've seen every Marvel movie on release with another person. It's not just been myself, you know, watching. I don't want to sit in my room all alone and just do watch those, Black Widow, does, bro. Does that know? include? Like watching it with parents, or all of these watching it with other people, like watching it with like friends. Joe, didn't we go to the to an Infinity War showing after prom our senior year? I think we did. I can fucking respect that. I think we did. We were like, I this is way did. too important, like to miss. Like, I'm, we're not missing this shit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, not Infinity War, but in game. Um, I. It was while we were, it was like freshman year of college and I was in college and wasn't planning on going back for long enough that I was like, I'm not waiting for this bullshit. So I found some shitty stream of it online that was like fucking like 240p. That's how you had your first experience of Endgame? You know what? Fucking loved it. Rewatched it like a week later. Still fucking loved it. You didn't experience Endgame in a theater? No, I did. No, but for the but first, for the first time, shot, no, I couldn't fucking listen. I knew it was going to be at least this was like this was already a week after the premiere. I was not going to wait two weeks to see it for the first time and deal with all the fucking spoilers. Are you kidding me? You're telling no, me you wait, saw Cap wield the hammer and Tony snap in 240p, bro. You didn't even see uh, that shit happen. Think, no, it actually no. I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was in game. You got I, the pixels of those events. What was it? Wasn't in game. It was a different. It was a different movie. It was something else. It wasn't in game because in game I remember like no, that was way better. I watched that in theaters immediately, like a, the day after release, because I was home for that, and I was like, I'm not fucking waiting for this. We are going to see this in theaters now. But it was a you different. End game was a pretty momentous event. You know what also was a pretty momentous event? The introduction of President Loki. Uh, we've been waiting for this one. This was the, this was the part of the TV spot that was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yep. let's see this fucking guy, and we got him, and he's basically just Captain Hook. He got his shit ate by that alligator. That was funny. That was funny. The scream afterwards, like the moment, the realization he had of yeah. like, "Oh shit, my hand's actually gone." You know, he had that moment where he was like all fine and like kind of smiling, and then he yeah, he's like yeah, he yeah he he he, he Star you know, Wars homage potentially. 
watches watches mm-hmm. alligator watches you know alligator Loki wow. fucking chop his hand off, and he's like, "Oh, that's cool." Wait a minute. <laughs> Girls be going crazy over mm-hmm. President Loki, boys. President Loki, fine as hell. More on that in the Patreon exclusive intro. Uh, but you know, during the scene, we learned boastful Loki betrayed the boys. Uh, he was like, "Sorry, kid Loki, I'm king now." And then President Loki was like, "Not so fast." And he's like, "Ah, oh, what? No way!" He's like, "Yeah, my army, my crown." And then his army's like, "Not so fast." And he's like, "Oh, what?" And and Loki all the while just watching on like these guys fucking suck. <laughs> not, he's not even going these guys fucking suck. He's going, God, I fucking suck. Facts. Yeah. Like he's, this was basically the Spider-Man meme of them pointing to each other. Yeah, like, this exactly. was basically this just in, it, I in mean, like, it, it, it really yeah. was. And it was the Loki equivalent in that instead of pointing at each other, they were trying to stab each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's, this it was I, I laughed. You and know, then, this was a and good the laugh. way that Loki just like kind of tiptoes through everything on his way out, and Richard E. Grant, classic Loki, summons projections of all of them, and they do all the fighting for them as they sneak right on out. And uh, I, you know, Loki's come to the decision earlier. You know, I'm gonna go kill Eliath. That's <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go murder Eliath. And they're I'm like, gonna go. Fucking idiot! Okay. I'm gonna go fucking kill the time shark. <laughs> I'm gonna kill the time shark. I'm gonna do it. Uh, and you know they're like, we we're not gonna fucking help you. Uh, we'll take you there, but you're on your own after that. Okay, buddy. Uh, and hey, hey, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Uh, but they, we then see Sylvie show up, show up in the void, uh, into a car. Uh, buried, buried, buried truck, and uh, I think was it a? He, I thought it was like a school bus. Maybe it was a bus. Yeah, I think it was a bus. And he, you know, she she climbs out. This Eliath is chasing her, and we get this honk. We get this this horn honking, and wow, it's lightning! Wow, wow. was this it's a Pixar reference? With the Pizza Planet truck, it had to be. Like that's the you only know? reference I'm making. Is just. But why? God, they had the perfect opportunity. It could have been in a red car. It, it could have been fucking Lightning McQueen. He could have he could have pulled up, and she could have been like, she could have just seen like the lightning bolt on the front of his car as he pulls up, and he could have pulled up, rolled down the window, and gone, "Kachow." <laughs> I also appreciate the answers to our questions uh, from last week. We were like, "So does everyone get their own little prune yes. reality?" No. Everyone goes to the same place. Loki's just happened to survive at a higher clip than anyone I else. Also, love well both survive and also show up. Probably, um, true. Uh, I also love that. No explanation. Uh, Mobius also just chilling. He's fine. He never had to worry about anything. Uh, he just got in a <laughs> car and started zooming. You know, like um, and what I was gonna say. I really, love, I really love that. At one point, we thought. Did they all get their own perfect world? <laughs> Whenever looking back on the post credit scene, it was literally just like a fucking destroyed New York. Like I don't post- know that we ever went as far as well, perfect yeah. world, but still, it's we like thought sent like to their, each like, person gets their own 
But yeah. still. It made sense because we only saw Lokis there, you know? We like, only saw Lokis. Of course, that's the conclusion we come to. What are the odds that only Lokis are greeting him if it's not only Lokis who, who do this? You know? It just turns like, out there's it, a lot of variant Lokis. Yeah, it, it yeah. makes sense. But at the same time, like, just thinking around, like, wow, we're fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, and there's, there's, that, there's cases of that all over our podcasts. No, we're, we're always right. <laughs> but, uh. Throw back to the earlier conversation about how it's going to be Doctor Doom, Loki, and Kang are the three timekeepers. Sylvie's vision just keeps coming back to me, and it so obviously is saying whatever's at the top of that tower is important. It goes to the entrance, and then right after that, it goes up to the tower and zooms into whatever is up there. Does it? I I, I didn't it does. know that. It zooms. It does. In I would agree, but right there, like. It's not could a light, be, bro. Could that just be wherever the person who's really about the shit is just hanging out? That's what it is. They're sitting up there reading a nice book under a candlelight, under a nice lamp, and that's why it's all yellow. It's the it's the lamp. I swear to God, if it's a light, if it's just a light, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else it could be. That would, like, it's that not would a make stone. me so happy because it'd be so fucking dumb. It's not it'd a stone. It'd be so funny. Like... I don't know, man. This like, it's like the part of the castle that sticks out, you know. Like it's glowing. Like, it's a it's a red it's a red yeah. herring, Joseph. It probably let's, is. Let's I'm just reserve gonna... this. Let's reserve this for the the shot of it we get later. Yeah. But we we see Mobius and Sylvie catch up with Loki, classic Loki, kid Loki, and alligator Loki. Uh, after they've just watched the USS Elridge get swallowed up by Eliath. Thus, Loki going, okay, maybe we should think about this a little more. <laughs> uh, maybe I didn't think that through. Uh, and uh, also, may- maybe we can't just kill him. <laughs> have you guys heard the story of the USS Elridge? A World War II a ship Was it just- who went, that went uh, supposedly just turned invisible, disappeared from the Philadelphia Harbor. Uh, and obviously there were those who thought, like, it was there, but it was invisible. There were others who thought it dropped through the water into a different dimension. Uh, turns out it was never in Philadelphia. Uh, but that, that hey, that's the hey, truth of the matter. Hey, now with your, with your facts and, <laughs> and reason. However, the idea that it did fall into a different dimension would be funny if a variance was caused on it and it fell to the void to be swallowed by yeah, a lion. Yeah, and it just got uh, – the entire ship just got reset. Which is just hilarious. That's a, that's a great idea and such a fun thing to play on. And there's so many – there's so many of those like real-life Easter eggs that they sprinkle in here. Like uh, I don't know if you saw uh, uh, Polybius, mm. P-O-L-Y-B-I-U-S, the arcade game in the, the Santa Workshop Loki place. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a supposed cursed video game machine from Portland, Oregon, uh, and then and then the high C that Kid Loki is drinking is a promotion for Ghostbusters from the eighties and nineties, and like got discontinued in two thousand or something like that, and it hasn't been back since. So it's like, this is like these are all really real life Easter eggs that have just happened upon happened on here, which I love. They have some fucking nerds writing this. Do you want to know <laughs> the nerdiest shit I've? ever heard of anyone go into for any any show anything somebody found the exact truck that they bought on craigslist like found the exact 
where Marvel Marvel bought this exact listing. Somebody found it and found the original truck and like it was like why? Why? That you are going so deep. I go pretty deep sometimes. I am never scouring the internet for a Craigslist listing of a truck that appeared in an episode that means nothing. The truck. I don't know if if any of us were to do it, I would bake. I would take my bet on you doing it. There's no way, bro. Like that's, I don't go that deep. Like that's I don't some, know. Like no shame to anybody for their fandom. No, that's some crazy shit. No, wrong. in this like specific case, shame. <laughs> that's that's however, a step too far. When Sylvia and Mobius pull up, Loki is just so fucking happy. He runs up like a little fucking kid. The way he sprints up is adorable up to Sylvia. He like, he like runs and then he just like kind of stops in front of her like. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a little kid running up to his crush. And, and you know, they, they reunite and then he sees Mobius and they come up with this plan. Sylvie's going to enchant it. She's seen that, you know, it, it, it has a memory. They can enchant it. She hands this temp pad to Loki. She's like, get back, get safe. And he's like, nah. You go, I go, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" That's the right yeah. answer. You're just gonna, you're just gonna go right over uh, her, her being like, "Yeah, we're gonna enchant it." I like, I've seen it. I know we can do it. And he was like, "Oh, I was gonna kill it." She was like, "You fucking idiot! You're gonna you try were gonna, and kill it." You two were just gonna let him do that, and they were like, <laughs> and they were like, "Uh, probably." I don't know. I mean, maybe may, I, I thought about it. Is, <laughs> what do you think? Uh. But uh, it's just such a funny line. She's like, "You're gonna try and fucking kill it? What are you, an idiot?" That's the most guy thing ever, and it just took a woman's touch to be like, "Why don't we just like use our magic?" Do this other really simple thing, like classic Loki has all this magic at his disposal, and like he's never attempted anything on Eliath. Like, but God, imagine how good he would be at why? Why is Loki helping her enchant him? Why isn't Loki distracting him? And classic Loki real quick learns how to do enchanting because imagine him fucking enchanting. If he can recreate Asgard, a full projection of Asgard, imagine that enchanting. Here's the thing. It just wouldn't be as powerful of an emotional moment. Ah, Who cares? (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe logically the right choice. (laughs) Emotionally the wrong choice. Fuck that. But, uh, you know, they... She, Loki agrees he's going with Sylvie and he hands the temp pad to Mobius and he's like you know what you've been good to me friend and a, thank you my friend a and single they, they tear went oh down and dude, dude the, the fact is, that like oh. this scene Mobius looks to Sylvie and he goes you're my favorite but and Loki is time, but like you did you realize Loki that like yeah, yeah, Mobius thinks he's talking to him. Oh, Mobius man. is talking to Sylvie. And then this line in and of itself is also loaded because here's the thing. The reason he's saying I love like you're my favorite to Sylvie here is because he knows she's the reason this Loki is like this. Yeah. You know? Like he's like he he came to a certain realization. But what's really put him over the edge into like this really trying to do the right thing at this moment is you. Like, and for that, you are my favorite. And I think that, like, I love that. I just love that. He walks right through the door. He's like, wow, man, it's been a pleasure. I'm going to go burn that bitch down. <laughs> and, uh, and and another potentially last Jedi reference, 
What are you going to do back at the TVA? Burn it down. Thanks for the spark. We are the spark that will light the fire that will burn this place down. Wow. I don't know. They seem to like they seem to like the Raylo Last Jedi thing a lot. You fucking get it, Colton. Vibes. You like the you like the sequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah, you're not really happy with the sequel trilogy, are you, Miles? After your uh, <laughs> your poll status, you're, you're, I, you know what? I'm okay with it. I stand poll. by. Listen, pick seven and eight. Getting getting two movies at seven and eight. Those are value picks. Those are value picks, and here's the thing: uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more another time. Actually, we're 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 a bit busy, but <laughs> Loki and Sylvie have a, a nice little moment here, uh, where they they go and they sit on their own, and Loki, a frost giant, goes, "I'm a bit cold." <laughs> uh, summons a blanket for himself. Whole time, you know his intention. You know his intention. He wants Sylvie under that blanket. Uh, and they, they go back and forth for a little bit. Uh, they agree that it's total rubbish to believe that their, their bonding created a Nexus event. They're like, that's, that's bullshit. It just happened. It was a nice moment, sure, but anything else, I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, she says, I don't know how to do this. And he's like, I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> which I, I just loved and you know they they get the blanket around the both of them and he, he bumps her with the shoulder and he smiles at him and looks away and when she looks away he looks at her and smiles and it's like like this couldn't be like and Emily's having a real rough time with this one she's she's still a little hung up on the whole different mm. versions of the same person thing and I'm like you just gotta you gotta go you gotta move past it babe you got Cause hop on, it's a joy once you're here. Cause I'm I'm loving it now. I love this shit. You know we could have made uh, that blanket bigger. He did it on purpose. Oh, he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. And here's the thing too. I was like, we're me and Emily are like arguing about it as the scene is happening, right? And then he he's like, so what are you gonna do after all of this is over? And she's like, she's like, I don't know. He says, me either. And he says, maybe we can figure it out together. I want to go on record here and let you in on a, a, a rather personal detail. Me and me and Emily met on Bumble, right? Our first conversation on Bumble ends with her asking me. So what are we? And I said, I don't know. Maybe we can figure it out together. Wow. And as soon as, as, soon as Loki <laughs> said that, I looked at her. As soon as as soon as Loki said that, I looked at her and I said, What? What now? What do you think's happening? <laughs> We've been together six months because I said that shit. <laughs> Damn. Romance is not dead. Romance is not dead. And I was like, I was Fuck like, it. Fuck yeah, I win. Damn, Colton. That's, that's... I love it so much. Cause that's, that's the, the, the most like, the most like man response to that of just being like, yeah, what now? <laughs> yeah, I said that super sweet thing to you that they just said in a TV show. Ugh. I win. <laughs> God, I love you. Fuck you. <laughs> but uh, I, I love I love that it's like, like I said earlier, we're not getting this Loki that's just dripping and suave. Like he's he's just he's a little goofy. She's a little goofy. They're awkward as hell. They seem like like they don't know. They obviously don't know what they're doing. Uh, 
and I think it's cute. It's adorable. This isn't another one of Loki's just personal interests, you know. This isn't him just spitting game to spit game. This is like, I want to lock this down. Like, this is him actually not knowing what to do because he's never done that before and him trying to do it. And it's just, it's it's funny, you know. It's funny. Oh, it's great. Like, it's so high school, you know. Everything, like, yeah. It's, I don't know, it's very... Oh, it's just young. It's 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 young love, yeah, yeah. and the thing is that like they haven't. <laughs> Weird saying that as a young person, that. but like yeah, I don't. Yeah, as a young like, person. Like we, if there's anybody who's gonna know what that looks like, it's young people. You know, we experience that very thing. It's like that. I I don't know. This just general, and also the newness of it. Like once you get to a certain comfortability, young love kind of becomes normal love. But like that the. the you get those first couple days vibes mm-hmm. from yeah, these yeah, two. It's totally. like, it's like you're feeling each other out. You don't really know where the other stands. Like, it's like, I think I like you. I don't know if you like me, but also do I like you? I think I do. I think I'm kind of there, you know, like, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about you a whole lot. You think, you, and I, I think you are too, but I don't know, you know, it's, <laughs> it's that, it's that whole thing. And, uh, and I, I just love, I, I love this sort of romance in, in Marvel because they don't execute it a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we've gotten Tony and Pepper, sure, and we got uh, Peter and Gamora, Peggy and Cap, Peggy and Cap. But here's the thing: Peggy like they're, they're on screen, their on screen romances were not that well crafted. They just kind of happened. Like it was mm-hmm. like always supposed to be. This is obviously how this is going to go. This is the first one that's been kind of like. Oh, is that how that's going to go? This is a little weird. I don't know. Oh, okay, cool. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's, it's different, which I appreciated a lot. And, uh, but, you know, it's time for action. Sylvie declares her plan and, uh, the, the, it's time for a face off with a good old fashioned CGI cloud character, which, mm-hmm. uh, you can't go wrong with a nice CGI cloud character. And, uh, Loki just runs off. He creates a distraction with the little kid Loki dagger he gave him that turns into a flaming dagger, which is a Loki Norse mythology weapon. That's a that's a rather Norse mythology accurate thing. And Love. he's he's trying to get the thing's attention, trying to get Elias' attention. He's like, "Come and get me! Come and get me!" And then it's just like, "No, nah, I'm gonna go here. This seems more important." And he's like, "Oh fuck! 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 I'm running! I'm running real quick!" And he and he, he gets back to Sylvie and. But luckily, we see classic Loki. He turns back and he goes, you know what? It's time that I fulfill this glorious purpose of mine. Creates Asgard. One last time. Hasn't seen it in a long time as well. Very sad that he still remembers every detail of it. If he needs to, I, I don't know if he even needs to. Or if he can just yeah. access his memories, whatever. I just think it's more poetic to think, you know, the dude's just been on his own, just thinking about home his whole time. And he's like, damn. Yeah, like this is, this was moving as hell. He creates this whole, this whole illusion. Uh, and Sylvie and Loki come together and they're like, all right, together now, we're going to do this. And Loki's like, well, I've never fucking done that. And, he, and Sylvie's like, good luck. And they're just like, they try. And, you know, uh, classic Loki distracts, distracts Elias for just long enough. 
he ultimately gets swallowed up by Eliath. His helmet comes clanging off. Uh, Is he dead? And as, as, he's, as he's going out, he's got the, the smile on his face, and he's yelling, Glorious purpose! Is he dead? And I was, What's that? Is he dead? For me, I hope. Just because of the power of this arc, this single episode arc, god damn, like that... That was a good arc for a random character we met at the beginning of this episode. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it felt very, very fulfilling. And obviously, we're taking in our previous knowledge of Loki. I would love a post credit scene where he's just chilling on a planet with recreated Asgard. And we just see him, like, walking, you know, down. I don't know. Like, just, just a, you know, just a two-second clip of him just chilling in Asgard, you know, on this distant planet, you know. I, I don't know how he'd leave where he's at now, I guess. I don't, I don't know if there even is an escape, you know, if he I just drift away, but I'm going to tell you what I need right now. I need just like a magic team up movie. And like Dr. Strange two looks like it's going to be that for the most part, but Wanda strange, Sylvie, Loki, uh, you know, fuck it. Maybe we get a reformed Agatha Harkness in here. Uh, I'd love that if we could if we could insert a reformed Agatha Harkness anywhere mm. in our MCU, that'd be phenomenal. Uh, Someone because Catherine Hahn fighting for the right side—that's just wonderful. That's just wonderful. I think Doctor Strange will be the Captain America Civil War movie, where it's basically an Avengers movie, but just a, as a character's name, you know, as a solo Absolutely. movie. Like this, that movie has to be huge. Like, I don't know, it just has to be huge. Okay. No, the, I'm, I'm the, with you. the sword that Kid Loki gave to our Loki, it's Leviathan. Yeah. I think it's I, – I could be pronouncing that way wrong. But no, he told him, that. like, you will be needing this on your journey or something along those lines. What does he need? Is this just a token of gratitude? Like, you know, hey, you'll need this. Why? I just – And how does I he think, know? I think it's mostly – like, I think it's just Kid Loki giving him a gift. I didn't read into it a ton. Uh, it would be cool if this is, like, the weapon he uses to, like, kill somebody very important. Like, you'll be needing this. Like, you literally will be needing this. Like, that'd be a nice little foreshadow. However, I don't think it directly means anything. Like, it's like, if he uses this weapon for something, this will be looked back as sort of a an illusion, uh, a... A little foreshadow, but, but Loki I don't think it can't like... just create this himself. No, oh, this is special, Joseph. Can't you tell? I mean, I guess. Well, actually, no. I don't think Loki. Loki every... never. Loki doesn't create his weapons. He like he conjures them out of you know his fucking hideaway place. Yeah, his 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 secret hidey hole. Sphincter. Yeah. Mm. His anus, um, you might call it. Interesting. Um, but so, like, yeah, he can't just, like, he can't just fucking conjure up weapons, because otherwise, you know, he would never need to, like, keep track of his basically dagger. basically Green Lantern at that point. Yeah. And that's, and then you would be, and that's kind of, like, why, like, you know, like, the Asgard that, that, uh, that, that classic Loki creates, he's not creating Asgard, he's, like, con, or he's, uh, he's, like, illusioning Asgard. So, like, anything, yeah, like, any if weapon. If were to take a bite into this shit, it'd just be a hologram. Which he, if, which yeah, he did, did multiple, yeah. yeah. Which Goliath yeah. did. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, you know, this distraction is enough for them to enchant Eliath. 
Loki and Sylvie together, which I love that it's them working together to do this. Love while uh, literally holding hands. I, and uh, there's there's all this all all the while holding hands and then winning and not letting go of each other's hands. Uh, this was for many the fulfillment that they were looking for out of the rise of Skywalker of Ray and Ben uh, working together to defeat Palpatine instead of Ben being thrown a hole mm. and then Ray doing it on her own. Like, it's like, did you need to do that? Why did we do that? If you wanted the whole thing to be a dyad in the force, why did only one of them defeat Palpatine? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. If you ask me, I don't know about all that, but right. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I never, I'm never against you when you say the movies are critically not that good. They're extraordinarily fun though, and I enjoy watching them. However, this, this action of them participating in this event together and opening that door together is the fulfillment that you, you need in this sort of arc where it seems like these two are coming together. One of them can't do this alone, you know? And so I, I only look forward to what it means for next episode mm. and what we'll see. Uh, obviously, we've done plenty of speculating. Uh, and frankly, I'm as clueless as I was when we started. We, I'm expecting something that's just going to knock me on my ass. That's where I'm at. Like, and it could be within the first minute of the of the episode, oh. too. Like, what it, it probably like, will be. Do you think it opens with them just walking in the castle? I think we're going to get a paralleled uh, story here. And a, a clear like a Mobius. A and B. Go back to Mobius. Yeah, we're going back to Mobius and B-15 versus Renslayer a lot uh, to see what's going on there. And to, probably uh, to give us as much as, you know, burning the TVA to the ground is going to be a breather. Probably to give us a breather. You know what we didn't talk about, though, is Miss Minutes. We didn't talk about Miss Minutes. And... You know, this weapon that was obviously fake, whatever, or the spaceship that was obviously yeah. fake. That, yeah. I didn't think too deep into that. But, like, the files of the beginning of time and the end of time, like, sort of thing. Like, would the end of time, is this, are we, like, is the end, like, Elioth and this trash world, like, is that the end? Is this, like, the end that we're looking at right now? Or like is or like we are look like as what they always say they can't the, see the end or something like that until the timekeepers finish writing the end of the story. Yes, this is the end, Joseph. Okay, but is the end like the castle, and they can't see that it because the end. that's true. It's like it's that, not that exists outside of this entire whatever the projector is what I get. Yeah, God, dude, I just. I want to know what's in that tower, bro. That's what I want to know. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. If it's a fucking we'll light, out. if it is a light bulb or a chandelier, I Joseph, I'm let, me give, you, let me give you the a light guarantee. bulb of little tiny soul stones made up of all the souls <laughs> that are made up. Joseph, let me give you this this guarantee. Even if it is a lamp or a light bulb or a chandelier. I can guarantee you it's going to be illuminating something at least interesting. <laughs> okay. It's not like they're just going to walk into an empty castle and that nice yellow light is just going to be a, you know, a, a chandelier guess. and that's the entire thing. My best guess 
is that this is the same-ish technology as like a prune thing, but it can it can just prune anything at will. Like if it's like a Death Star beam of pruning. That's my best guess. I'm honestly I'm, that doesn't seem too I, far if, off. If I was going to take a guess, I would say that this might be where you know this like the time the like to the timeline all that shit that power comes from. Oh. Oh, not like, not necessarily that, that it's a everything like this is where it came from. Yeah, not not that it is a, know, like, a, a a pruning, you know, death star, but uh, a laser beam. No, I think the TVA's power came from this castle, whether that's from the person who resides in the castle created the TVA or vice versa, you know, whatever it happens. Oh, I was more be. going like like this is where like, you know, the you know, like the, if if the Infinity Stones hold power, this is where like the the TVA's Infinity Stone is. Gosh, not that it not that it is an Infinity Stone, but this is where their their power. Like whenever Loki goes, so this is the ultimate power in the universe. This is where that power resides. This is the ultimate power in the universe. That it is. Wow, well, fuck man, what Loki's you- Losers episode five, Journey into Mystery. What a what a fucking great one! I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Any last thoughts here? Honestly, my brain is basically mush at this point. Me just trying to think of what can happen. So I'm just gonna mushy. I'm just gonna accept whatever happens. I'm just mushy gonna wait. I, I might just go into hibernation until next uh, next mushy. Wednesday. Yeah, I, you know, I can I can respect the. Uh, no Wednesday. It's awesome. Tuesday. Wednesday. It's Tuesday at two a.m. Wednesday. Wednesday. Whenever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, I you know I can respect the uh, going into hibernation. I feel like we should all just go into a you know like a nice six Watch day Black hibernation. Let's enter the Odin sleep. Hmm. We were also the joined the Odin sleep. Also joined by Miles Mafucking Buttress. Thank you very much, homie. Hey man, thanks for having me, man. I'm happy to come back anytime. 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 Next week, even maybe. Perhaps. Ka-chow. <laughs> Ka-chow. Ka-chow. Well, follow on. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and do the whole outro on Owen Wilson, but I can't. Yeah. Lasted, lasted two words. Com. Wow. And you're just going to find like 30 hours. <laughs> 30, not 30. That's an exaggeration. No, it's not. <laughs> 11 hours. Wow. Wow. Wait. 11 hours of content at patreon.com slash co Wait. Mobius turned right to go left. Did you see it happen? He turned right to go left. Rewatch it. He turned right to go left. I forgot to mention that. I was going to mention it as the first thing that I should have said. He turned right to go left. Turned right to go left. What the fuck is that? is that motherfucker even talking about? I'm being real honest with you. I don't have a fucking clue what you're. Not the only reason I do is because I watched Cars like a week ago. Sylvie said, uh, "Oh, it's it's Doc Hudson telling you know Lightning. If you turn fast enough, right, you'll go. You'll end up going left. Whatever. It's like what he did, and then the race, and it's like, oh, you know, the ball, he's going through the he's turning right, and it's oh my god, he did that. Yeah. When Sylvie was like, no, turn back, we're going back there. You see him spin the wheel to the right, and his car goes left. Love it. Just love it. Again, 
head to patreon.com slash bloom where you will find 11 hours of exclusive content that I know you haven't heard with a 30-minute introduction on the front of this episode that is just a great joy where we discuss uh, uh, growing facial hair. Uh, you know, maybe it's not worth your money. Uh, go to twitter.com <laughs> twitter where you'll uh, where you'll find our, uh, our our Twitter page. Sound like a fucking old head? Go to twitter.com uh, uh, at Penny Bloom Pod. Head to Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Leave a five star rate and review. Share us with a friend. Again, patreon.com slash Coral Bloom. I was kidding earlier. Absolutely worth your money. I need your money so that I can keep doing the podcast. Also, uh, real quick, go ahead and go onto that Twitter poll and uh, vote for Team Three. We got a Twitter poll up right now. That is a reference to our last episode. Objectively, uh, the, the best bitches. team. The Bad Batch Bitches number <laughs> right 10. Now, where we also had a Star Wars draft. You'll find that draft uh, on Twitter, at PennyBloomPod. Uh, you will have a chance to vote for who you thought had the best team. It's available now. There's still like three days left on the poll or something like that. We got over 100 votes right now. It's so far looking good for me. Uh, but remember, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Frog. Wow. Bam. Oh, Black Betty. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, Black Betty. Okay. Even if I'm a